All right. I'm here with my guest, Brenna. Brenna, yes. Yes. All right. I got that correct. All right. Uh, and she's going to introduce herself and then, you know, we're off from, to the races. So. <laughs> Hi, I'm Brenna Dropic. I am a senior at the U- University of South Florida. Um, my major is communication and marketing. And then on the side, I am a wellness coach at Fitlay Foods and an avid gym goer. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, I found you through, I believe it was Instagram first. Yeah, I believe so. Yes. So how did you kind of get, you know, what was your like first fitness experience? Like, what was that like? Do you remember so, that? Yeah. So I I grew up playing sports my entire life and I got out of high school and just kind of stopped. I got busy with college and everything. And one day my friend was like, you know what, let's not be lazy anymore. Like we went from playing sports a couple times a week to like sitting down doing nothing. So we started going to my rec gym and I didn't know what any exercise was besides squats and bicep curls. And I couldn't even do those right. This was like three years ago. And um, honestly, yeah, we just kind of kept pushing each other and it just went from there. This was, yeah, it was about three years ago now, but, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you got, were you nervous when you got started? Like, was it just, uh, were you like, oh, I've done this before or like, how did you kind of feel about it? just starting? I felt so luckily because my rec gym was super cool. It was some old people. And then my friend, and I knew less than they did. And we honestly looked like such goofballs. I, I usually go in there being like, oh, my God, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I'm going to look like such an idiot. And um, we ended up having people teach us what to do. And we kind of, like, looked up videos on, like, what, like different exercises. And we're just doing literally everything at the same time. Uh-huh. And, uh, like, when did you want to, like... I know at some point you wanted to become a health coach. Like when, when did that happen? What's that like? Oh, I love this. I, like, did you fall in love with it immediately or no? Um, at first, I mean, it took me up until about six months ago to become a wellness coach at Fit Like Foods. Um, at, at first, like when I first started like my quote unquote fitness journey or whatever, I literally had my Instagram on private. I didn't want anybody to know what I was doing. I was just like keeping myself accountable. And then fast forward to a couple years later, now I literally like, I'm so passionate about it. Like I, I, I don't know. I just, I really like watching people go from, Oh, I'm not super happy with where I am to, Oh my God. Like, I feel great. So I feel like that's a that's definitely a huge benefit of being a health coach. Mm-hmm. And do, do you just like, was it that you like, you just liked helping people? Was that like one of the things? Yeah. That, yeah. yeah, so. That's it, yeah. And um, when, you start, when you started being a health coach, just six months ago, right? So mm-hmm. um, were you, like, how was that? Were you like, did you like, were like, I don't know what I'm doing? Uh, like how did that kind of go yeah so I first started and was like like I knew how to talk to people about health but now I had to do it in a professional setting and what I do initially like what I have to do still but am better at now what I did at first was like 
I would kind of stutter and like just I didn't know what to say to people. I would have to ask them like set questions and set goals and everything, but um, it wasn't as fluid as it is now. Mm-hmm. It was it was a little weird at first, if I'm honest. Mm-hmm. And uh, like you know, uh, what's kind of like a day in the life of you know a day in your life? Like, what is that like? Oh my gosh! If you asked me this a couple of days ago, it would have been insanity. But <laughs> right now, um, let's see, I, can, I pretty much wake up around 4.35 in the morning. Um, depending on what I have to do, I'll either start out by like meditating for an hour or so, or I'll just get up and go to the gym immediately. Um, I go to the gym for about an hour, uh, go to work number one, which is Fit Life Foods, come home, shower real quick. Go to work number two, which is B3 Medical. I'm a manager, or I uh, manage their marketing stuff over there. And then um, I come home, I do homework for a little bit, make lunch real quick, and then I go to class. And then by the time I'm home, it's like 10 o'clock. I'm like, oh shoot, all right, time to go to bed. Let's do this again tomorrow. That's pretty much my life. That's a great, that's a pretty intense schedule. Do you sleep a lot, or do you like? I always make sure to get at least six hours of sleep. I would like to aim for eight, but six is six is a happy number. I can function on six. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think six is good. Uh, no, I've yeah. tried. I've you can try four and five, but that's where three days. No. In. I don't know. No, 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 no. I don't know. Uh, a couple of years ago, I went to Coachella, so that was, and I woke. Well, I didn't. I stayed up for like two days, and then. I, I slept four hours for like two more days. I don't know. And uh, I've never had that bad of a sleeping experience before. So <laughs> I was Yeah, like, I went to I went to music festival before and that I completely understand. That's totally totally different. You're like shotgun and energy drinks at four in the morning at that point. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know what like, you know, because I don't know energy drinks at all, so um, you know. They're like so many different types, and I'm like, what is this? Is this like yeah. I know Monster? That's it. And then there's like all these yeah. other ones. Um, but yeah, I know, there's so many of them. Everyone's coming out with a new energy drink nowadays. They came out with another one, which is apparently healthier for you. But who knows? I don't. Uh, when it comes to that kind of stuff, do you think like? Because I feel like a lot of people are taking energy drinks nowadays. Like, do you feel like that's like something? most people shouldn't do like how do you think about that i think so according to the fda 600 milligrams of caffeine is that healthy maximum for a healthy adult um however i think that caffeine is definitely a very addictive drug i feel like if you're not addicted to caffeine and you don't need energy drinks don't drink them but if you already drink caffeine or whatnot like a coffee or a single energy drink a day um, is like an okay amount. As soon as you start adding like two, three cups of coffee or two energy drinks plus a day, then you you probably should check yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you do you drink coffee or anything like that to help keep you awake or no? As of right now, I, I'm gonna be honest. I do. Um, this morning, I had a coffee on my way to work granted it was very early 
Um, and then I had a half scoop of pre-workout. So that right there, believe it or not, is equal to about a bang energy drink, about 300 milligrams of caffeine. And that's how much I'll have for the entire day. Uh, yeah. And you mentioned meditating. So like what kind of meditating do you do? Is it like you're, you know, how uh, people imagine just like you, you know, meditating, like what, what kind of meditation do you do? Um, so meditation is different for everyone. Um, some people will sit down and close their eyes and listen to calming music. Other people will take a bath or whatever. I personally like to draw. Um, so I will sit down, I'll put nice music on, I won't touch my phone or anything, and, and I'll draw or I'll journal or I'll close my eyes and just kind of not think about the past and not think about the future, but really focus on my breathing and focus on grounding myself and calming any thoughts in my head. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, you mentioned journaling. Like, what are you journaling about? Is it like your day? Is it like a diary or is it like a set goals or something? Like, how do you, what is your journaling like? It's, it really just depends on the day, the time I do it. Um, lately, it's been more um, I will write down what I dreamed about just to see if there's a pattern, if I have a nightmare or if I have a dream that um, is related to work. I'll write that down. Um, I write down how, or I guess, the goals that I want to accomplish for the day. Um, this is the morning time. And then at night, if I ended up, journaling like I didn't get to it early in the or earlier in the day um I will write down how my day was what I liked about it what I didn't like about it and what I can do better tomorrow to fix whatever I didn't like today and different goals throughout the week it really just depends it's kind of like um my friends and I say word vomiting whatever comes to mind you just write it down mm-hmm <laughs> Yeah. And how, how did you get started in that? Was it like, you know, I, I feel like that's like a hard thing for people to do is journaling or getting started with journaling. Like they don't do it. Not many people do it. Right. So I, I mean, I, I kind of have always done it. Um, I've been on and off for the past couple of years, but I started journaling, I don't know, back in like second grade for three or four years straight. I have notebooks and notebooks of this. And then um, uh, it wasn't that like as good as it is now, I guess. But then I, I started again in 2015. I have different notebooks that literally say 2015, 2016. Um, I did it for a couple years then. I stopped last year just because I forgot, honestly, and life got a little crazy. And then I started up again. Uh, probably six months ago or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just always kind of been there. And do you like, do you ever look at the older ones or is it like, do you reflect at all or do you, do you just put those in a box and never see them again? Um, I, I definitely, when it comes to like cleaning things out, I will look back at them. Um, but usually around the end of the year, I'll go through and read a little bit of each one of them just to see how I've progressed. And at the end of each notebook um, or the end of each year, I write myself a little note for the next year. So for the end of the next year, and I say, like, 
you know, the different goals that I want to have accomplished, where I w- would like to be in my life, how I would like to, uh, I don't know, just like little little reminders of what I'm doing now. I, it, it's hard to explain, but basically I, I, I do reflect on it a lot. I also do something called, um, oh God, what is it? It's... Um, I can't think of the website on the top of my head. Oh, Future Me. FutureMe.com is a website where you can write yourself letters um, or emails to yourself in the future. So I do that a lot as well. And um, I'll usually send uh, myself an email at the end of every year. Or on major birthdays, I'll have an email sent to me from a couple of years. And it's just really cool to see how I've like grown since I sent the emails. Mm-hmm. And like, like when you read those emails, do you get emotional at all, or is it just like, uh, I wrote this a year ago? Um, oh, this is cool. Or like, how do you feel about that? <laughs> um, depending, it, it depends on the email. There's definitely have been a couple that have been like, wow, like, um, I can't believe I was in that mindset, and just really thinking about how if I hadn't have gone through what I was going through at that time, I wouldn't be where I am today. And, um, it's like, it's like looking at a different or reading something from a different person because it it just, I don't know. It it definitely can get emotional at times. Mm -hmm. Uh, And is this, you said you do you write, you said you write this letter every year. Um, when you're writing it, is it like, what are you writing about? Are you just writing about like, Oh, I hope this, I hope that like, how does that kind of go? Um, so what I've been doing the past couple of years is, um, I'll say how my day was at that time because I try to send it on the exact same day every year. Um, I'll write how my day is going, big events that happen throughout the year. Um, I'll write if I had any, um, like, personal troubles with friends. Oh my goodness, there's a crazy lightning storm going on right now. I'm sorry. (laughs) It scared me. But um, I'll write down um, goals that I have. And um, especially since I started the whole fitness journey, I will write down what my weight is, um, what kind of focus I have at the time. And then Uh, when I read it again in the future, I'm just like, wow, okay. So I was doing this. Um, this is how much I weighed then. Like it, it really just, I don't know. It really just depends on what I'm feeling at the moment. Mm -hmm. And when you look back two or three years, like, what do you think about that person? Do you like, like, I don't know that person or like, like, how do you feel about yourself? Like from the past, you know? Oh goodness. Um, well, 2016 me and 2017 me were totally different people. Um, I was going through a very, actually this time in 2016, I was going through an incredibly hard time. Um, and I had a lot of really bad anxiety. Um, I had developed body dysmorphia and an eating disorder. Um, I was about 35 pounds less than I am now. And, uh, my life literally consisted of, I would go to work and school. I wouldn't hang out with literally anybody. Um, 
and it was like I had panic attacks all the time. It was pretty crazy. And then again in 2017, this happened. Um, mm-hmm. It's gotten a lot better since, but definitely a way different person. Mm-hmm. And how have you been able to, especially the anxiety, how have you been able to kind of keep that away from you? Um, so I've been told that anxiety is from the future and depression is from the past. Um, what I've done, especially in the last year or so, is really focus on the present, taking back a couple of sex, or steps every time I find myself um, overthinking things or worrying about the future. I step back. I'm like, okay. That's then, this is now, you can't control these things, you can only control right now. So that that's definitely helped me. Um, eating better has helped me a lot, exercising more, sleeping more. Um, those are all definitely things that have helped. Mm-hmm. Uh, and do you like, uh, with these things I know like everybody goes through like their own types of failures, like how do you handle failure in like those things, you know? You're not doing the right things and stuff like that. Uh, it's definitely trial and error. Um, back when I was first dealing with anxiety in 2016, um, it was really sweet. My mom would help me with it, but it it wasn't something that worked with or worked for me. She would help me with guided meditations and like baths and Epsom salts and. Um, just different things that worked for some people didn't work for me. And there were definitely times when I would sit there and be like, this is like, I don't know what to do. This is it. This is how I'm going to be for the rest of my life. And um, I've always been really into holistic healing. So I, I refuse to take medicines for anything like this. And um, I don't know. It, when it comes to failure, I, I just kind of think of it as like, um, a little push to either try something new or to try it again. I, I don't really think of it as, wow, I failed this. That means my entire life is a failure. I just think, okay, I, it either wasn't meant to be or I need to go about this in a different way. Oh, okay. That's a good way of looking at it. Um, just because. Yeah, definitely helped. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, you know, once you fail, you know, try again or try something else. That's what I always say. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. And when you were, when you going through an anxiety, like what was that like for you personally? Was it really just uh, like did you like like how did it feel to you? Were you just panicking for no reason? Like how did that kind of go? Um. So, I'm not even kidding you when I say this. From, uh, God, it was probably June. 2016 until November or December 2016, um, I would wake up every single morning having a panic attack. Uh, I don't, I didn't really ever figure out the underlying reason. Like there were a couple of things that had happened. Um, but I, I just think that I felt so trapped for some reason in the situation because I couldn't figure out anything to help it. I would literally wake up in a state of panic. And I mean, like, you're breathing heavily. It's like you're about to give a speech in front of a million people and you have no idea what you're talking about and you're standing in your underwear. Like it, it was that bad. And um, uh, I, I would get really anxious at little things. I couldn't 
have a conversation with somebody without like my heart beating really fast or just overthinking everything I was saying to the point where it just, it seemed forced. And where do you feel like that anxiety came from? Like, was it just like your life? Was it like someone, like when people talk to you, you just, you know, was it social anxiety? Like what kind of anxiety was it? Um, so I was, this was actually a good amount of it came from a a past relationship Mm -hmm. I had. Um, there wasn't necessarily anything wrong with the relationship. It was more so that I, I felt that the person I was with at the time wasn't progressing in their life. We had grown apart and got, or had a lot of different interests and I, um, I'm very guilty at being a people pleaser and I felt too guilty to um, break his heart. And that being said, he was also a very, very clingy uh, person. So it, it was like, I couldn't escape. I couldn't escape it. And I felt so bad about it that it just kind of like developed anxiety. And once I ended up breaking it off with this person, he would not leave me alone. He would message me all the time. I don't know. It just, it really, I felt trapped. And that's kind of what started the anxiety. Mm-hmm. And uh, how would you handle like social events? Would you go out or anything like meet up with friends? Like how, how did that kind of go? Um, so I would try to go out. I remember specifically one time it was the... Uh, you the women's soccer team they had a soccer game in Orlando and I went with my friends and they were having a blast and they had a couple of drinks and had a bunch of food and I remember like watching the game I I couldn't focus on the game which is really unfortunate because it was an incredible game we did win (laughs) but um I just remember watching the game and not being able to focus on it and my heart was beating and um, I was super distracted in my own thoughts and that was pretty much how any social event went. Um, I remember another time I went out with friends to a comedy show my friend was um, performing in and there was an after party and we were all in this room and one of my friends who I've known since, I don't know, fifth grade just looks at me and is like, Brenna, are you okay? You don't have to be so awkward. And um, yeah, it was pretty much like that for about a year. Mm-hmm. And were you always like kind of a – was that your whole life that was happening, like anxiety? Or did it come like when you were a teenager? Or, like what happened? Um, I have really never had anxiety up until – 2016 let's see so i was 18 years i was 18 almost 19 years old when this happened actually no i was 19 um so up until i was 19 i had absolutely no anxiety i could get up in front of a room and talk to literally anybody and then all of a sudden um within about a month of i don't know it just it all kind of developed in a month and then lasted for I don't know, a couple of years. But before then, no, I didn't really have any anxiety at all. Uh, do you still have, like, any anxiety now? Like, um, There's definitely times when I do feel anxious, um, but not really. I'm 
I'm a pretty, uh, I don't know, my friends call me a hippie, so <laughs> I'm a pretty, pretty level-headed, very calm person now, but it, it did take some time to get here. <laughs> and uh, so... Uh, um, what, what why do you consider yourself a hippie like what <laughs> what what makes you a hippie like uh, not not me so much my friends call me a hippie just because like i don't know my friends um i hung out with a group of girls the other day and everyone was so we were at a um a concert and everyone was so focused on oh my gosh, where'd she go? I wonder what she's doing. Like, I hope this person's having a good time or just kind of talking about everybody else. And I looked at one of my friends and I was just like, everybody's like so focused on everybody else. Nobody's really focused on now or themselves and having a good time for themselves. And I don't know, my friend just looks at me and she's like, I, I just don't understand you. Like, how are you so calm? Like, and this was like uh, a very insane concert. So I was just so calm during the concert. And um, I don't know, I, I wear these headbands that I've gotten trademarked mm -hmm. for that apparently make me look like a hippie. So oh, oh. <laughs> it's, just, it's like those those like really bright colored headbands, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I like, I don't know. I just don't like hair in my face. And now everyone thinks I'm a little hippie because of them. <laughs> Um, I, it feels like it makes sense to be like those headbands. You, right. you, you, I mean, you just talked like, like, uh, kind of like what a hippie would say, I guess. I don't know. Oh man. Yeah. There it goes again. It's like <laughs> I'm not upset with it though. I'd rather be a hippie than I guess someone who is oh crazy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think it's good to be a hippie sometimes. But yeah, yeah. it's very good to be calm. And just like level-headed, I would say I would consider myself just a very level-headed um, person in general. How do you stay calm in like something like that, like concert? Like, how do you stay that calm? Like, do you just relax, or like, what do you? How does that go for you? Um. So when I first started going to concerts, it was a lot different, but um, now it's just I, I really I don't know. I just focus on having a good time I focus on the people around me um, I like a lot of people are worried about so many different things and I just kind of focus on what's happening right then and there if something were to happen where I needed to be alert I'll be alert but besides that I'm just just chilling out mm -hmm. yeah uh, was like anyone in your family happy like do you <laughs> um my mom is kind of, I wouldn't consider her a hippie. She's, um, she's definitely not a hippie, but I've gotten a lot of traits from her. She's very calm when it comes to certain situations like that. Um, I grew up, like I said, with holistic, um, medicine and holistic healing. She's very into feng shui and, um, crystals and, um, like using herbs instead of actual medicine to help you out, which to me is awesome. I'm so glad I grew up with some someone like that. But uh, my dad is also very level-headed. He um, he says that anger is kind of an a waste in emotion, and if you're angry over something that you can't control or stress over something that you can't control, it's just a waste of energy. Mm -hmm. 
So my parents both have given me a couple of traits that have led to how I am now. Do you do you ever get like really angry or do you get frustrated or like anything like that anymore? Um no, honestly, I cannot remember the last time. Okay, I was a little bit frustrated this morning. Uh, my uh, the manager or whatnot for my complex accidentally walked in on me showering because they were they're redoing the floors and they didn't know anyone was home, so we're just they were just trying to check it out. So I was a little bit annoyed then. <laughs> but no, my friends think it kind of make it a joke to make me angry because it's really hard to. So mm-hmm. no, not really. And do you feel? Because I don't know. I'm a. I'm, I'm about the same. Like I don't. I've never been angry at someone, and I've never. Yeah. So, like I've never been mad at anyone. Maybe like one person. Uh, but yeah. But um, how do you like? What you know? Like when you stay that calm. Like, are you? Do you know people take advantage of you all the time? How do you kind of deal with that? Um. So. I stay very calm and level-headed with how I talk to people, but at the same time, like, I can be very serious, and mm-hmm. um, I don't get angry. I, I get very, I guess, blunt. I don't sugarcoat things, so I won't say anything in a mean way, but I'm very direct with, uh, like, if, if somebody's not treating me the way that um, I feel I deserve to be treated, I'll be like, hey, listen, like, what's going on? Are we on the same page? Or, Hey, are you okay? Is there something you want to talk about? You were okay a couple days ago and all of a sudden you're being mean to me. Why not? Um, but if somebody starts to take advantage of me, I, uh, in a very nice way, will put them in their place immediately. And there's usually no problems after that. Oh, okay. So like here, you just like, you're just quick to the, the punch and like, oh, yeah, we're not having that. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like, listen, I feed off of people. Like, there, for instance, there's this person who, because I, I like to talk to people when I like to help people out, like I said. And, and if someone's upset, I instantly feel drawn to helping them. So I had somebody that was venting to me about a very toxic relationship they just got out of. And everything I said, they would just counteract with a negative. Like, I'd be like, oh, everything happens for a reason. They'd be like, yeah, but right now my life sucks, blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, hey, listen, like, I would absolutely love to continue talking to you about this. I've tried everything I could. If you would like to hang out and do something that doesn't involve talking about this, I would love to. Or if you would like to have a conversation that does not involve this, then... Like, then, of course, we can go and do that. But I feed off of people's energy mm-hmm. severely. And if somebody's giving me a bunch of negative energy, like, it's very draining to me. So I, I usually would just be like, hey, if you if you want to talk about literally anything else or if you want to have a good time, let me know. If not, then we can't really talk anymore. Mm-hmm. Do, you just, do you just try to surround yourself with more positive people? Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, most of my friends, especially the ones that I've made within the past year, are super, like, they do a lot of the same practices that I do. They are very, very optimistic people, very hardworking, like, it's awesome. 
Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and like they're like, how do you get rid of someone with negative energy? Like ending friendships and stuff like that. How do you kind of handle that? Do you just like, you know, they're negative. I'm not going to talk to them anymore. Or like, how do you kind of deal with that? I literally, I mean, I literally do pretty much what I just said. I'm like, hey, um, you know, I would absolutely love to be your friend still. I really care about you and would like to see you have a good life and be happy. But you're pouring a lot of your negative energy onto me. And I tell them, like, you know, I feed off of energy very, very, like, heavily and your energy really just brings me down. It makes me tired and it's just not enjoyable to be around. So there's been a couple of cases where people have taken that offensively. I've literally said that to them and they take it offensively. And if they take it offensively, then that's on them to fix their own issues. But uh, if they go and, you know, fix whatever's bothering them or stop talking negatively, then they usually come back and be my friend later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that, that makes sense. You just tell them. I mean, I've never w- heard it like that before. You know, most people just cut people out just because it's it. You know, it, once you become negative, it starts spreading. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, the same thing is with positive people. The positive people have negative moments, but it doesn't overtake their whole life. Right. Uh, yeah. So I feel that's kind of how it is. Do you? Um, when you see negative people, like, do you not judge them? Do you just like, okay, these like, how do you kind of like deal with that? Do you just say, oh, you know, there's a reason they're negative or like, how do you, how do you start helping someone that's negative like that? You know? Um, Um, well, if I'm, are you talking about if I'm friends with them already or if it's just somebody that I've never met before? Uh, I would say like you never met them before just because, you know. Um, maybe it's like someone you're coaching or something like that. Like, how would you help them? They okay, see yeah. themselves negatively. So I, I usually let them vent a little bit about whatever they're going through. And I remind them that everything does happen for a reason. Whatever has happened in the past that was negative has still brought them to where they are today. Um, and I tell them that, you know, there's two wolves. You've probably heard this analogy before, but there's two wolves. You either, uh, you only have enough food to feed one of them. If you feed the bad wolf, the negative wolf, then that wolf is going to get stronger. But if you feed the positive wolf, then that wolf is going to become stronger and grow. And I, I just kind of tell them to look at life as like, you can be all, woe is me. I'm the victim with everything. Like everybody's out to get me. Or you can be like, you know what? Like, it, you know, it happened, I'm going to move on from it, or this is, this is a challenge given to me that is trying to make either break me or make me. And you, you're given the choice whether or not you want to be broken or you want to, you know, make something of it. So, um, but when it comes to judging, no, I, I never ever will judge somebody based on, especially based on their mood. Uh, I always give them the benefit of the doubt, like, you know, for instance, if I turned what happened to me this morning into something that was super negative through the entire day, I would have carried that with me through the entire day. And every person I would have met would have gotten some kind of negative energy from me. And I just think it's that's a lot of work. 
it's a lot easier to be positive and just focus on the good in things. So I usually tell people to do that. But um, no, I I definitely will not judge somebody based on their their attitude um, unless they're personally attacking me. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the wolf analogy is a pretty good analogy. I also my favorite analogy I would say is uh, I don't know. It's like um, you have eight thousand dollars. Someone steals thirteen. Um, you know, and then that's how many seconds are in a day. So you can't have someone you know for a minute steal that much energy from you. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah. I say something quite similar. I usually say. If you you take an entire day and if five minutes of your day was utter like crap, like it was the worst five minutes you've ever had, you still have the rest of the day. You still have 23 hours and 55 minutes to make the day like yours. So why let something that happened for five minutes ruin your entire day? Yeah, yeah. That's how I feel about it. Um, do you have a... Uh- I, you said you're holistic. Do you, what would you say is like your spirit animal? <laughs> um, ah, man, probably. Hmm. That's the good question. I would probably say a tiger. That sounds very basic, but mm-hmm. just because, um, a tiger is so peaceful and so strong and very grounded with where it is, but it's also, you know, it's, it's not afraid to be strong, if that makes sense. I don't know. That's a, that's a tough question. I think I'm thinking I'm going to go with the tiger, but I really don't have an answer for it. Did you, did you like recently watch Lion King or something? Like, is that? No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I was thinking you were saying tiger. Cause I was like, Oh, no. Oh, so, so well, Tiger's different from a lion. I have no idea what the difference is, but I think there's a difference. Lions are the king of the jungle. Tigers are the cousin that just kind of chill out and watch it happen, but are still very badass. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I don't know. That's where I thought you got that from. I was like, <laughs> oh, this sounds very familiar. Um, <laughs> you know, I was like, are you going to do like a song and dance, whatever? But uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's a good spirit animal, though. I think that's a good one. Thanks. What's yours? Uh, this has like been a long debate for me. I would say, I would say it's a panda, or okay. a, or maybe a. Che- I would say a panda or a cheetah. A cheetah is okay. like, like I like to get things done really fast. Like, like if you looked at my schedule, it's not very pretty. It's like, I <laughs> it's like from here to here, and then sometimes I put stuff in the middle. Just to see if I can do it, um, you know. I like overwhelming myself. I think it's a good and a bad thing, but same. You're a workaholic, and I am too. It's, yeah, I understand completely. <laughs> yeah, because like you know, I don't know. I think it's bad. At, I I mean, like sometimes I forget. Like it's a journey, not a not a race. You know. Yes. So a lot of the times I'm racing, and then I have to stop and be like, oh wait, let's take like a day or two to like chill out. You know. Oh my goodness, yes. I, I'm having that right now. My schedule's slowing down for two weeks, which is awesome. But I'm I'm so used to like my days starting at four thirty, five in the morning and ending at like ten with things back to back. Now like I got home at what time? Four o'clock and 
I don't have anything to do. So I'm just kind of like, what do I do? I can't watch Netflix because I have no attention span. Like, I'm trying to find something to work on and there's nothing to work on. Yeah, that's. but then for me, that I just make pro- more problems, you know? Like if, <laughs> if I don't have a something to do, I just make another problem. And oh my then, gosh. Uh, so that's how okay. I kind of deal with life is just make more issues out of non-issues, you know? Uh, or just, just like, you know, making stuff up. I feel like, you know, oh, I have to, you know, yesterday I was like, I have to color this coloring book I have. <laughs> no reason to color this book, you know? But you have to do it. Yeah, and then it was like, okay, so I'm going to do, I had like three pages left in the book. I was like, I must do this, you know? And I added it on top of like, you know, I was basically doing a bunch of stuff that day and there's no point of coloring. Like, why would I add that in there? Just because, like, I'm crazy and I need therapy and, you know, I'm not even great at coloring. Coloring is very <laughs> difficult. Um, most people but it's are. something to do. It's something to do. And this day and age, like, everybody's just going, going, going. Nobody stops and, like my friend says, stops and smells the roses. Like, I- I'm the same way. I keep trying to fill these little gaps with something to do, even if it's, like, I, I don't know, like, I, I went to the store for absolutely no reason just to do something the other day. Like, I'm the same way. Yeah. Very- yeah, like, uh, that, like, when someone tells me I'm bored or something, I'm like, you're bored. There's no such thing as being bored to me. Because, uh, like, you can make up something to do. Like, yeah. Go read know, a book or something. Learn how to fly a kite, you know? I never yeah, learned, exactly. I never learned how to fly a kite for, like, since like I know people when when you were kids, you know, you could fly a kite, but I've never done that before. And like you know, I just turned twenty one, and I was like, time to learn how to fly a kite. And did you do it? Oh no, it ended pretty bad. You know, it was like two seconds <laughs> up in the air, and then it just went because I live in Texas, and I mean the winds are good here, but like I don't know, maybe I just didn't know what I was doing. Um, uh, and also, I don't know, like, there's so many different kites, like, this is like a real, like, people collect these things, and like, there's different <laughs> types, and I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. So you know. I know, I know. I mean, at least you got it up, like, I, it took a couple tries for me, so at least you got it up. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And, and then I, I lost it, because it broke off the string or something. Oh my gosh. So... That's right. There's always next time. Yeah, so, but yeah, I don't know. It's stuff like that I just add. It's not even something that, like, you know, 